guys, it's Sophia. I'm coming to you today. It's um, a Tuesday. And I wanted to share a little bit with you guys of things that God has been showing me. And um, I'm going to say a quick prayer so that he can be blessing this time. And I thank you, Father, for this day you've given us, Lord. I I pray, Lord Jesus, that you be with us, Father, in this time um, that you're speaking. I pray that it be all of you, Lord Jesus, and none of me. I empty myself, Father God, that you may use me as your vessel uh, to never to never speak out of my own accord, God, but to be the things that you're showing me, Lord, that you may speak through me, God, in a way that would uh, penetrate our hearts and spirits, mind, body, and soul, Lord Jesus, because with your word, you you do this, and it changes, and it, it breaks, and it anoints, and Father God, I pray that today's message, that it will it will resonate in their hearts and minds in a way that only you can manifest, God, so I thank you for today, and I just <clears throat> thank you for the word you're giving us, in Jesus' name, amen. So I'm going to be multitasking, but I, I, um, I have, I guess, a message um, that he's been really, 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 really working on me about. And it kind of came full circle because, I, I mean, I was humbled in a way that I didn't think I would have to be. And the, the word for this message is, would you, or the main point, you know, we say if, if you're a believer, you know the love of Christ and he wants us to share that with others in salvation um, and to share and to love the way that Jesus, our ultimate goal is to be in the image of Christ. And he's asking, will you, would you be willing to go to your Paul and bless them or pray for them if God told you? And accept them into as part as part as like brother and sister in Christ. Um, I never thought that I wouldn't, but apparently God knew otherwise, because I was like that. I was the I was the one who is I guess like the doubting Thomas, and I was like, God, are you sure? Like, are you sure this is what you want, Lord? Because surely not, God. Like, surely not. And I I laughed because it was, it was, I couldn't even hear it. The word he was trying to tell me that he'd been working on my heart about, softening my heart about a certain person. The person, I won't say, it's not important who the person is. It's important the lesson behind it. And it's a big one. Because it is who the salvation is for. Salvation is for the sinner. The most vile sinners against God. The Pauls that persecuted Jesus' children and the actual children and the parents and the mothers and, and whatnot. Like, they were attacking God's people, literally. He hated, Paul hated Christians. Or I think he said, that, that the, way, the way they referred to, to them in the Bible was the followers of the way. The followers of the way. So, Paul hated it. Paul hated Christ, uh, the followers of the way. Because he felt that they were tainting the form of the God he knew. They were coming to disturb and disrupt and, and, and ruin the God that he was, the, the, the one he knew. And so he was, uh, his, his parent, one of his parents was a Pharisee. Um, he was a Roman citizen, very educated. Um, he had zeal for his God. But he, and so much so that he was willing to do what he did. Imprison, imprison those who followed the way. 
they attacked. And so I I love Paul. Like I I love Paul because I remember that when you know as I he he was one of my favorite books to read because I felt like I could I could feel and see God's grace and so abundant and so rich. And then you hear the love in Paul. You feel his heart when you read his letters. When you read his epistles, you you hear it. And I just always used to tell God, um, I thought it was funny because he was bringing all this thing, all these thoughts and memories that I had full circle to remind me that that same grace and love that I was hearing and admiring and loving because it, 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 it welcomed me, you know, I'm not, a, I wasn't that bad. I wasn't a Paul like imprisonating people, but I, I, I felt like the least of these because I was like, God, you know, all the sins I've done, I'm not worthy of thee. Like, I'm not worthy of you, God, you know. And so when I hear of, of, of the love that Christ has for, I mean, Paul has for Christ and the love that Christ had for Paul to save him and, and give a, an extreme demonstration of his grace so that people would know he is for all sinners, the most vile to the least, that, does, that, that they feel that they, somehow they deserve salvation more because they don't sin as much. Or they don't kill people, or they don't uh, imprison people wrongly, that they don't lie against one another, or, or whatever it is that you think your form of sin is is at least. So therefore, you deserve salvation a little more. And I indirectly, once God showed me, I I mean, it took a second, and then like once I heard Him, I did. I'm you know, I was humbled and I cried, and I was like, God, you know, I'm sorry. Like I didn't see that I was doing that with this person but I guess because I had just seen the hurt they had done to me they had done to me and it was so hard when I say hard that's an understatement of a word I had never been so attacked in my life by a certain individual throughout a certain time period and just basically like taunted and (laughs) bullied and terrorized to a degree and I separated it in my mind when, when God rose me up from the ashes as he did um, and, and, and broke that off of me, that, that um, bullying, all that that really had was from the enemy to break me and, and kill me and destroy my spirit unto a person that was unrecognizable. Um, and he did in a lot of ways. But, but God... But God and but Jesus and but the Holy Spirit had another plan to, with the hurt I was done, to rise me up from the ashes like a phoenix bird. To rise me up from the ashes, out of the very ashes. Hallelujah, Jesus. You're giving me this right now. I'm not From the very actual ashes that I had become of a of a being he rose me up he built me over and he made me a new creation stronger than before my faith is stronger now than it was before because out of the ashes came the beauty that is in Christ through me that strengthens me now on this very day and so he started to show me and through the Holy Spirit because I was like Lord I do not understand what you're telling me here to do. I couldn't, you know, he had been softening my heart about this person. You know, he told me to sow seeds of love for them and I couldn't understand. Because I knew, 
I had forgiven them and I wasn't mad at them anymore. And I was, I was, I was, I'd let go of it and moved on. And for the most part, I, 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 I was good, you know, and he showed me there was still a little hurt left in there that I hadn't thought, you know, and it was an, I think this is the, this was the missing key. This was a missing key because I was forgetting that, that the very person who did pierce me, like us, when, when he, God was reminding me of the piercing that they did to him. He reminded me of the piercing that was done to him for us. He was pierced with a sword by people. He was also there to save. The very same people who crucified him are the same people he came for. There's the other people that were following and that those who didn't know were confused and they weren't really sure. But then there are those that were piercing him and crucifying him. And he said, I am here for them too. And I I was obedient. I started to sow seeds of love and I just still, I, I, I just was fine with that. Like, because it made sense. You know, God, God reminded me that seeds of love and what they do to a person. And he was showing me how this person had not really been given certain, certain type of love, like an unconditional love. He wants to give that person an unconditional love. He knows them. I do not. He knows the innermost part of that human. I do not. And he was like, my ways are higher than yours. He knows the innermost part of that person. Therefore, he's saying, if I'm telling you to sow seeds of love, it's for a reason. And just trust me. Let it be that you do as I say. And when you do what he says, he will follow through. He'll do his part. He'll do what you can't do. Because it's my understanding now for this individual person, he's going to save them. That was his intention to save them because he sees something in him and the, when he created him that I could not see. And will you pray for your Paul, whoever your Paul is in your life? And not, <laughs> it's funny how God uses the things that you say out of your own mouth. Because I used to joke and say, man, Lord, let me be like Paul. But post-conversion, God, not pre-conversion. But, but God is saying, will you pray for your Paul pre-conversion and love him in Christ? Love him in me. Love him in Christ. Pray for him. Lift him up in prayer for me. The one, the very one who pierced you, that caused you pain. Will you pray for him? And know that I can save just like I intended to save the ones who pierced me. I couldn't even hear it. He told me, I remember, um, I thought it was, I mean, I, I mean, I, he's a good God. I, he's not mad at me. I don't feel him being mad at me, but I feel him showing me his love and his grace and abundance. Because even the one who pierced him, he loved. That's a God love, a God love that nobody knows that we're not. We only know we're only privy to because of Christ. Agape love is love unconditional. And he, he wants me to sow agape love into this man, this person. 
Even if it's in prayer or however he shows me. Because that is what Christ came for. To love unconditional. And he's having me love unconditionally in Christ. And it's funny, he's been showing me this circle of what um, unconditional love looks like and what love looks like in the kingdom. He'll give me an expression or understanding in my spirit and then he'll say, this is what the kingdom of God looks like. I hand you an apple and you're getting ready to bite it, but I say, wait, pass it to the next person. (laughs) And that makes me laugh in a good way. (laughs) and then so on, and then so on. You will be fed. You will not be hungry. Okay, don't let me get you wrong. But, or don't let me misguide you. What he's saying is the kingdom of heaven looks like a realm we don't understand. A realm that is not in the natural. A realm that is not taught. If you get, if someone blesses you with bread and then he's saying pass it on. Normally people would just eat it, but he's saying, pass it on. Keep going. We're going to keep moving. And guess what? The bread keeps on flowing. Like the 5,000, when he feeds the, the 10,000, I think, 10,000, I always forget the number. When he, forget, when he feeds a lot of people with very little food, the three loaves and two fish, I think that's right. And then, the, and then in five, if, if that's correct, that's the number of grace, which is really interesting. His grace abounds in, and Paul's an expression of that. What God was having me do is an expression of the type of grace that he wants to give people, the type of agape love. And he was showing me that when he asked you, God asked us to sow seeds of, of we're going to get exactly what we sow. I had been talking to a friend and about, about the sowing and about how um, I was just so used to a conditional love. That I was kind of ready for her. Like we, we had like had a little. It wasn't even an argument. It was just like a discussion. And we were like. I was like okay. Well I expected her to say like. Well like I'm going to leave. And like. Like kind of like conditional love. Like. Be, and I was. I was preparing myself in my mind. Because I was used to that. Conditional love. And she stayed through. And we worked it out. And um, I told her. And she says. You know. We were both. Touched by that. Because I was like. I'm so used to. I told her. I'm so used to a conditional love that to understand agape love is hard. It's not natural. It feels unnatural for me. And that's because that's what the world gives you. It gives you a conditional love. But he's saying, not me, not I. I give agape love. I give good gifts. My love is unconditional. In spite of you. In spite of you. I came to save you. In spite of what you've done to me, persecuted me, hurt me, hurt my children, I've come to save you. If you have an ear to hear, hear of the love that he has for you. And I pray if there's anyone who this message reaches, that they will hear what God is telling them. That he loves them and he wants to love them with a godly love that they never got to have. And then he reminded me. How he was, he kept on showing me through my personal life and everything that I asked him for. He then followed suit with having me sow what I was asking for. For example, I asked God for love for his people because I had been, I had gotten to a point where I was hurting, jaded in, in real life. And I was like, 
I was like, I was vibing in God's love. I was chilling in God's love. Like I was feeling it. I was loving it. And then he was like, okay, I I love you so that you can love others. I love you personally, but, but we share like Christ isn't just for me. So I said, okay, God, you know, I'm struggling a little bit. So I'm going to need you to help me. Can you like download some love in me, God? Like, can you like, give me some supernatural love, Lord? Cause I need that. And I do believe that he does that. But this time he said, so seeds of love. Okay. And he didn't just tell me with this person. He also did with another person. And the person I'm talking about was the first person he told me. And then I said, I was under, he was basically not letting me leave no man behind because he says, in Christ, this is what the kingdom of heaven is like. And I was used to getting up and walking away and getting back conditional love. I was used to receiving conditional love. Therefore, I gave conditional love back. But he's saying, in order for you to receive unconditional love, you have to give it. And then you will reap what you give, including love. You you sow seeds of love, you're going to get love. Even if it's not the person that he has you sow it in, it doesn't matter. It's that you're doing what he says to do in the Bible. You're being the love that he says. And that is to die to the flesh and to try to humble yourself and understand, get before the Lord and understand and I did last night. It finally came together. I was like distraught and in and, and my spirit and like, God, I do not get what you're telling me, Lord. This doesn't make sense, Lord. Are you sure, Lord? Like he'd given, he'd given me word and word and word and word and like of confirmations to do what he was asking me to love this person. He reminded me of whenever Ananias was told to go pick up Paul off of the road of Damascus. <clears throat> whenever he was, he blinded him because Paul was on Damascus road and he was persecuted. I think he was on his way to persecute somebody and he stopped them and he blinded him. And, he, and then Paul was like, Lord, is that you? Well, if you know this, the rest of the story, um, and he sent Ananias, he told Ananias go cause Saul, uh, um, uh, I think it's of Tarsus. <laughs> he said, Saul is, is, or Paul is waiting for you. Paul, of, no, his first name was Saul. His Roman citizen name was Paul. But he says, Paul is waiting for you. Go get him. And Ananias, he showed me myself, my confusion, my doubt, my what? Like, God, huh? You know, this is the same person who hurt me, God, right? Like, you know, God, this was the same person who caused me so much turmoil that I never thought I would be able to be the same person again, Lord, right? Like, I never even thought to pray for this person in the way God was wanting me to pray because... I didn't, I just associated, I'm, I was, a, I'm a, I was very much a black and white thinker. It was a, it was a way of protection. I think part of me to protect my mind so I could easily distinguish between good and bad, but God is not, God is not like me and God does not think black or white. He sees all the range of spectrum of colors. And so he's saying it was okay. He allowed me to see for this time and season so that I could stay steadfast and, and pursue my, my father and, and get what I'm getting right now. But that time is gone and it's okay now. You're under my wings of protection. Now I'm telling you to go get Paul on Damascus Road. Because that's exactly what Ananias did. He was like, Lord, you know, I've heard the evils this man has done. And like he persecuted us and he hated us. Like he hated us and he was part of put, imprisoning people. And, you know, he was even part of um, Stephen's um, death, which was one of theirs. One of their uh, disciples, he didn't do the actual, actual execution, but he was present. 
And he's like, are you sure, Lord? And he said, yes. So I'm going to end it. I just, the question God kept coming, there was two. One was when God asked you to do strange things that don't make sense, will you, will you, will you stop and be still and allow the Holy Spirit to show you what he's trying to say? And you have to be still. Just praise him through it. Praise him when you God gives you instructions that don't make sense. Praise him through it. And in that praise, the answers will come from the Holy Spirit. And the other question I kept on hearing, because I was like, when God asks you to go save the person who pierced you, And it's not so much that I'm saving this person. It's giving the agape love when it's not deserved. Because they hurt you. And they hurt Christ. But will you give agape love? Will you pray for these people and mean it? Will you earnestly pray for them and for their salvation and believe that God can do it? And that he has salvation for them too. That there is salvation for people that you may not think because they hurt you. But God is saying, I love them too. And my fi- my final answer is, yes, Lord, I will. I'll pray for them. In spite of the hurt that I know, I will trust you, God. Not my past, not my understanding, but yours because you know greater than I. And if you're asking me to pray for this person then, and to and to actually believe for their salvation, because now I'm, I'm believing and I'm waiting when that day happens because only God does these things. He will get to know love's Christ. Christ's love. He will get to know Christ's love. I believe so in Jesus' name. I receive that, Lord. He had to get me on board with it. Because before, it, until yesterday, or actually it took all day. I was First I was like, yes, Lord, yes, I receive it, I receive it. And then through the day I was like, huh? I just couldn't, I just couldn't comprehend what he was telling me. So I finally uh, submitted last night because he brought it full circle uh, for me. Um, in a way that only God does for each person. He'll do it differently, but... When it finally hit, I just was humbled and I said, yes, Lord, I'll go. I'll pray for this person. I'll, I'll intercede for this person in prayer and believe and know that you are the same God who, who saves the piercer and the one who was there in the crowd crying. Or the one there in the crowd that was confused, not knowing what was going. Was this really a, the Messiah? He said, I came for all of them. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I received this word. This is you, all of you, none of me, God. Thank you for your goodness, God. I pray that you be with your children, that you be with them through their day. And I pray that you bless them through this week, God. Let it be that you give them your understanding of this message for their life, Lord, in a way that would glorify your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Bye, guys. I love you. Mm -hmm.